Welcome back, Bulls Nation, to another episode of Nothing But Bull. I'm your host, Derek, and today I'm here with my main man, Justin. Justin, what's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. You just you should have hit the record button like sooner because we were like <laughs> we were onto some stuff before you before oh, you started man. the introduction. So <laughs> okay, my boy John uh, back again. What's going on, Bulls Nation? And Joining us for the first time, Marcus. What's going on? How y'all everybody doing? C Red. All right. So last night was the 2022 NBA draft. And with the 18 pick, the Bulls selected Dalen Terry, already getting the nickname Scary Terry. What are you guys feeling about that pick? Y'all can go. Well, you know, I love the pick um, because, well, first of all, like, I think Bulls fans need to understand, like, we're a good team now, so you're not going to be getting someone at 18 more than likely that is going to be having, like, the impact of, like, starters minutes on this team. Like, that's just not happening. And if you are depending on a 19-year-old to help you, like, really like really thoroughly help you um you're probably not that good of a team but i like what ak um seems to be building as far as um just getting guys who have positional flexibility and getting young guys who can push some of these veterans on the team like the the dude is a ball of energy if you watched him play he is just all over the court and um you know, I was looking at like his uh, plus minus, like if he was like a plus 10 when he was on the court, the team was just winning and he was just making plays all over the place. And I think it's one of those guys that you can just fit into the system of what you're trying to create. Like you see that there's a culture that's starting to be created with this Bulls team. And I think it's more on track of them trying to build something that's sustainable, like with what's going on and with the Miami Heat as opposed to just trying to get, like, all this collection of superstars, just getting young talent that's going to be uh, serviceable for this team throughout the year. Because, you know, it's, it's a long season, 82 games, and at different points in the season, you're going to need guys coming in with energy who are just going to bring some excitement on the team. And I think with uh, with Dalen's personality, that's that's definitely something that he does. And just affecting winning. You know, you don't have too many guys like that who can just, you know, affect winning without actually having the ball in his hands. But I, I think it's, he's going to be a, a good asset for this team going forward. Yeah, I agree. Um, the fact that he's a six foot seven guy, seven foot one wingspan, can play the one, the two, the three, even the four in some matchups. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> got great defensive instincts. Uh, great slasher. Uh, he's working on his three-point shot. He's got some room to grow in that. Uh, Mark Eversley actually actually um, alluded to that last night. Um, but the most important thing, the thing that I like about him the most is his glowing personality. He's got that Magic Johnson type persona about him. 
And uh, I just, I could see him being one of those positive leaders. I, I see a lot of hugs going on between uh, DeMar DeRozan and Dale and Terry. All, all season long, <laughs> they're going to be hugging, hugging, hugging. You know, DeMar DeRozan and those hugs, man, he's got to get those in. And Dale and Terry will be his go-to guy now. They, they, got that, they got that happy, happy mentality going. I like it. I was expecting it all. I think everybody was expecting a power forward or center. But uh, I think uh, this also probably spells the end for Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe. Kobe's gone because um, you're starting to see the mold of what uh, what, what uh, Acme and uh, JJ Polk are looking for. You starting you starting to see now that they're going for you know multi-positional wings that can play one, two, three, and and somewhat a four. Even uh, everybody that they're trading for or even signing, drafting, they're looking for long arms. Like you notice, um, even Justin Lewis, he had a, like a seven-two wingspan. Like so, so they want long arms to play those passing lanes. They want they want long arms to just you know run out and contest the shot. And and that that that's big. And Kobe, when he just putting his arms out there, like it's it's really nothing. So when I look at when I look at Dalen Terry, you know, it's the 18th pick, like he said, like like don't expect a printing all-star. I kind of see Trevor Ariza in a way, like you know, a nice athletic six-seven wing, hits big shots, but with intangibles. Which means, like you know, like you said, like he has he has leadership. Two coaches at Arizona said he's the most competitive guy on the team. Like I said, he's a ball of energy. He's very he's very happy all the time. We're, we're starting to see a team become a team of camaraderie instead of twelve guys out there just playing basketball. That's right. So, so I'm I'm starting to like you. You see a direction with the team where you when a team has a direction and start forming an identity. You start you start to see what, what everything is forming. So we're we're gonna we're gonna be out there swarming a lot. And, and and people panicked because I think every mock had EJ Liddell and everybody got so used to EJ Liddell. They were sitting there on YouTube watching all his highlights and you know, like and and you hope for Mark Williams didn't get there. Like so when you sit there and study a whole bunch of players and then a guy get picked that you didn't study, then you're upset. Yep. And, I, I think this guy's gonna. I think he's gonna immediately change people's minds during his summer league, because oh yeah, I can't get, wait for summer league now. Him and I together. Get steals. Yeah. He's gonna get after some steals. He's gonna have some fast break dunks. Like you know, he's gonna be he's gonna be jumping around, laughing and and smiling and everything. Like you got infectious personality. Like he, he's gonna win some people over. Like and he's saying all the right things. I know talk is cheap because. I don't even want to say his name. Like Tristan Thompson said all the right things, but did all the wrong things on the court. But like Justin's favorite player. <laughs> <laughs> but like this this kid, he he he's already looked motivated. And he already said he wanna learn, he wanna get better. So you can tell we not we're not getting just some lazy person that's coming in here and, and everything. So <laughs> I'm I'm really happy and and I can't wait for summer league and, and I actually want to see Justin Lewis as well. Definitely. I got some different thoughts on Kobe, but like I'll save that for later. But just okay. to like 
go back to what you all were talking about. Um, this team, you know, they were at their best at the beginning part of the year um, with the pressure that they were putting on um, on players. Um, you had that pressure coming from Ball. You had that pressure fr- coming from Caruso. And guys were just feeding off of that energy. And when Ball went down, like, that was a, a big letdown. But then we had um, Ao stepping up. But, um, you know, Ayo, with, with him being a rookie and everything and just getting acclimated to being on the team, like, we didn't expect that much as far as what he was giving us. But, you know, Ayo pretty much exceeded expectations. But I think, you know, going back to what you were all were saying, like, you, you just need more guys like that who just are energy guys. Because, yeah. uh, like, let's face it, like, this Bulls team, we got a bunch of nice guys on this team, you know, everybody's yeah. professional and they, they go about their business and they're hard workers, but like, there's just a lot of niceness. And um, Derek and I spoke about this a while back, like how the team, you know, sometimes it, it I don't want to like, I, I guess I'll just say it. they come off a little bit as soft. Like, yeah. you know, you're trying team, to say we need that boom. Yeah. They, you know, they, and there were a lot of times throughout the year, um, not just last year, but like in previous years, um, and you know, certain players that aren't here anymore. But there's just that mentality of when we get punched in the mouth, you know, we don't know how to respond. Uh, right. We don't have that energy, and like that goes into like their defensive approach as well. It's like you just saw guys who are just letting down on plays and and just not giving it their all. And this yeah. this guy's going to be a shot in the arm. Uh, for this team and you're going to need that juice especially you know to carry you through those long those long months where you know things just aren't going right you're going to need some guy with energy to come in there and just you know step on the gas so i i love the pick yeah you think yeah. um you, you think we need like a pj tucker type of player uh, i think we do need a pj tucker type of player um, I, th- I think they said like Philly was going to offer him like 30 million. Uh, so I don't know if we'll actually get PJ Tucker, but definitely a player like that is right. known to have that grit and that, as they say, that dog in them. We need, we need some dogs on the team. Like, um, well, it probably don't sound right no more. What about, um, the other Morris twin from the Clippers? No. <laughs> Stay away <laughs> from the Morris twins. It's probably bad. It looked bad what Jokic did to him, but, you know, like, but I was just thinking, like, you know, um, it, it, it's hard because there there is a low amount of enforcers in the NBA now. Like, it's not like the 90s where everybody had one. So it's like, it's, it's hard to find one. Well, my, my thing is, you know, you get a lot of fake tough guys in the league. You do. Um, and you know, we already had our fake tough guy with Thompson, uh, last year. Um, but you know, there were certain things that were just embarrassed. Like when we had, um, what's the name of our center, um, who just got carried off the court? Like he was, oh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you can't have that kind of stuff going on. Like some, and even like when, uh, when, um, Caruso went down with that hard foul, it was like, nobody went and sent a message. To Grace right. and Adam, like, no, we're not that team that you're gonna you're gonna like mess with. So I feel like yeah, we do need somebody with some grit, but you know, P- I hear PJ Tucker's name 
throwing out there, but he's like what 30, 37. 37, and he's gonna get 30 million for one year. Yeah, no, no, for three years. They're talking about 10 million a year for three years. Okay, for three three years. years? Okay, I wow, yeah, that's that's still a lot, you know. Yeah, it it is. That's too much. That's too much. Like, that's too much. Like, like. I mean, I, I get it. Like, you don't do nothing but, like, hit corner threes and, and slap people around. But, like, come on, man. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, like, when you have – like, I, I question that because we're talking about adding size, and, yeah, you got to add size, and you got to have guys who, like, are going to come in there and get after it. But, I mean, realistically, we went the whole entire year without our starting power four. So, if yeah. – if P will is back in the rotation, which we expect him to be like our starter, like yeah. where, where are those minutes going to come from where we're like, you know, I, I, I just, I kept looking at people like saying, we need Mark Williams. We need EJ Liddell. You know, if P will is there, it's yeah. like, I wonder where are you going to add that piece in? That's my only thought. Well, it's like, I don't think per se, we need that that big stopper with the starters. I just think it's open season when the bench comes in. And that's where you need somebody that can stand in with, with them. Because, uh, you know, like our bench weren't the best scorers. You know, they, they, they played hard and they get after the ball, try to or whatever. But it was like they, they just didn't get them by score. So it was like you need somebody to try to at least rim protect at when, when Boosh is out. And, and everything because like Vooch is a is a very big part of our offense. Like people be on him, but he's a very big part of our offense because you can actually run offense through him because he's so great of a passer. Yep. So um and that's what I was saying. Like everybody talking about Miles Turner, and I'm like, No. <laughs> like, are you crazy? Like that. Oh, he blocks shots. I'm like, okay, he's a great weak side shot blocker, but he's not a good person that can guard his man, and he's not as good pick and roll either. So you know, like, it's not going to be good. And he's not a good rebounder either. Like, so let's just scrape that. But, like, I, I just feel like you need somebody that can that can hold down when Vooch is out so that, that can actually rim protect, be a rim runner with, like, Zoe, Io, or anything like that. Like, so, like, me, maybe, like, you know, like I said, like the Mitchell Robinson, a Mo Bamba. Nico Claxton. Hey, yeah, Claxton but yo, available. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is if he goes to the free throw line, I don't expect him to make one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> like that was crazy what I seen them playoffs. I've never seen nobody that dude made DeAndre Jordan look like like Mark Price at the free throw line. <laughs> like that was crazy. But like somebody like him, I mean, not to say he he'll be real cheap. Not to say he'll be great for us, but like. You could probably get Hassan Whiteside like one year, five million. And he oh, just no. Can... no, no, no. I'm sorry. I I watched Whiteside back in his days, like from mm-hmm. uh, the Miami. Because, right. you know, that's I'm, I'm in South. Well, I, I'm not in South Florida right now. But, right. you know, I live most of my life in South Florida. So, like, the games that we got were heat games. And I'm okay. like, no, you don't want that dude on your team. Okay. Okay. Like, hey, I, I think it was. That's me on the outside looking in, not watching. It's different when you analyze games. So I take your word for it. Yeah, like play, like locker room and everything going. No, you don't. You don't want him. I was thinking maybe like Dwight Howard. Like, how do you guys feel about him possibly? 
Mm. When is he going to retire? <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Like, cause you know, like all he needs is like 15 minutes or whatever, and he, like I said, he'll he'll protect the, he'll protect the paint and all that. It's just like, and I I just want somebody that's like ready to goon, like like and everything. Like he, you know, like so. Yeah. How about Bull Bull? Bull Bull. I'm on the um the mobile. Yeah, I say this: Arturis drafted him. Let's not forget that. No, that's true. <laughs> And you know what I was telling somebody earlier, and everybody was like, yo, you might have a point, but then some other people was like, you're a little crazy. Tell me the difference between Bobo's skill set and Chet Holmgren's skill set. Um, mm. Well, both <laughs> skills-wise, like, I, I like – I was actually able to catch a few of Holmgren's games when he was in high school. Yeah, uh, boss goes wide. He played with Jalen Suggs. Yeah, dude can dude can play. Like he has ball skills. Like I I don't know much about bull bull, but like I think people are going to be surprised at like the skill level that Holmgren has because I don't think that he he got to display some of it, but I don't think that he got to display as much as he has in his bag. Like I think he's going to surprise some people. Oh well, well, no, like well, well, the reason I was saying that was because like everybody like saying like stay away from Bobo and and stuff, and I'm like he literally was what Chet Holmgren was a couple years ago when he was in Oregon before he broke his foot. Like you know, like he was supposed to be that unicorn that could push the ball up the floor. That had a couple that you know that was a decent dribbler that could hit a three and was you know like an athletic shot blocker. Like it's kind of the same. It's just. He was when he broke his foot, everybody just didn't care about him no more because they were saying he was supposed to go lottery and then he just fell and fell and fell. And then Denver took a chance on him and never played him. So it was like, I, I was just wondering, like, yeah, maybe that could be a good pickup. And, and he only made four million dollars last year, or whatever. It might have been two million dollars, but it, it wasn't much. Like, so you can sign him for cheap, you can just give him Tony Bradley money, yeah. <laughs> Like and and just help hope for the potential and still get another thing. Oh, anyway, did anybody see Marco Simonovich lately? Yeah, he, he looks he's like he's beefed up. up. Like, he he, he looks buff compared to what he used to be. Yeah, and he looked like he grew. Did you see he was taller than Vooch? He's, like, yeah, yeah. he's at least two inches taller than Vooch. At least. I I, I want to see that in summer league. I want to see that because he was he was cooking in the um in the G League. He sure was. Every, but everybody cooks in G League. That's just remember that everybody cooks in G League, but. Do you think he can have much of an impact, like, on this team, like, this year? Oh, well, no, I shouldn't say this year. Nah, not this, not this year, but I'm saying, like, keep keep seeing what you got with this one. Like, it, it, it'll be tight. Like he said, because he's still, he's still young, and he still need to get – he need to get beat up by some pros. I think he need to get beat up a little bit. And learn learn what it's like taking those real hits and everything. But he has a he has a good skill set. Like he's one of those guys that's a really good passer out out, out of um you know like out of high post like Vooch. And he's he's a decent ball handler. Like he'll get a rebound and he can bring it up the court. You just hope that he improves his jump shot. The more he improves his jump shot, that's when he'll be dangerous. Well, see, that's the thing. Like when I'm looking at like a lot of these guys who are like one and done. 
you know, they haven't grown into their body yet. So no. a lot no. of these big men who we think have these skills, like we know that like the majority of the draft is pretty much a crapshoot. Like all these people getting these accolades, you know, there's only going to be a few of these people who actually turn into something. And if they do, it's, it's not going to be within like the next two years, it's probably going to take them like maybe yeah. three, four years down the line. Yeah. I mean, um, like, like you said, it's so many one and dones. Patience is so much key. Like, and you really don't know what a player is about to be probably because everybody signed first round pick sign like with a four, four year contracts, right? Yeah. We don't really know what they about to really be like until when they come, when they coming out like 19, 20, until they about 25, 26. That's why a lot of times they be, Oh, he's just playing at the wrong, wrong place, you know, because they wind up going to another team because the other team gave up on him. And they say, oh, they just went to a different spot. Like, nah, he finally started blooming. And it, and it more than likely would have happened if you'd have kept him and just was patient. That's true. So, so like, I, I think you need to have patience. Like, like everybody on P. Will hit, you know, because he's not so aggressive and everything. Like, P. Will's still younger than a lot of these people that got drafted yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy. Like he's twenty. There's <laughs> like, a lot of people that came out today, like like twenty two. Everything, like you know, what I'm saying so. Like we the only thing that's stopping Patrick Williams is Patrick Williams. That's it. Yeah, like if you could take um, this rookie's um, personality and give it to P. Will, like we might yeah. have a monster on our hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, because you know, like even though he. Even though he a better ball handler than him, I like I know everybody want to say that all the analysts like like rolling with Kawhi. Like Kawhi is anomaly. Like I've never seen nobody player progression jump to like just average at best role player to superstar like Kawhi. But I kind of see like a Jalen Brown type of person with Patrick Williams. And if he could get like Jalen Brown mindset, like man, like sky's the limit, like. Sky's the limit because I think he'll be better than Jalen Brown. Like I see a twenty point scorer. No doubt. He just needs to know that he's a twenty point scorer. He needs to get that out of his head. The idea of oh, I don't want to step on Demar's toes. I don't want right. to step on Zach Levine's toes. Right. Just take the team, man. The team will be his in two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, like um, he wills our Neo. <laughs> Yo, hey, perfect. No, he is yet. We just need an agent to like almost kill him and <laughs> and we need and we need and he got to get his trinity to kiss him and there we go. <laughs> oh, I want to jump back to um, Terry real quick. Go ahead. I was at the um, the Bulls draft party at the UC last night and you know when we made that pick he had a few claps but most people were kind of quiet. Upset. Um, yep. You know, the, the Bulls Discord, they're going crazy because they expected a power forward or a center. They mm-hmm. expected us to trade um, the pick and Vooch for Rudy Gogurt. No, I'm so um, glad we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately they're like, oh, AK – and Mark, they had us fooled. They just wanted us to like him for one year. And why would we pick another guard? And like the guy's six seven, 
with a nearly 7-1 wingspan, and he can play the three. So he's essentially a wing who's good on defense. Um, His three-point percentage raised from 26% to about 42%, I think. So he has that potential to be a 3-and-D guy, and one of the Bulls' needs is 3-and-D players. Uh, As Mark said in his press conference after they are still going to address getting a rim protector off the bench. So I didn't understand why everybody was just freaking out so much about us taking another quote unquote guard. Because that's what Bulls fans do best on social media. Right. (laughs) Right. And you know what's crazy? It's like Bulls fans act like or just people in general that that the draft after the draft, like that's it. That's and, and we about to go to training camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay. And then we drafted another guard, you know, like you said, air quotations. We draft another guard and we're just gonna go to training camp right now. Like it's not gonna be no free agency. Like he says, it's, it's it's plenty of guys out there. We got we got mid level exceptions and all of that. Like, we're not done. We're not done. We're not and, done at all. We we have a long way to go. And... Yeah, because because we signed a power forward and a center, and then what? Everybody can shut up. <laughs> I, keep, I, I keep telling people, keep playing checkers. Oh, Acme plays chess. All right. And, and let's just say, like, like everybody's mad because remember the first year when Acme didn't spend no money and they was throwing a fit, like, oh, oh yeah. we just hired these guys, they sit and steal. Like, what general managers did y'all know are betting a thousand when it comes to drafting? Like so, let's, even if it's a bad pick, it's the 18th pick. What did you expect? Yeah, like great. Every well, every year, every year, like after seven, it's a big crap. It's crapshoot. Like so, sorry about that. You guys go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I think people are mad because they don't know what Acme is gonna do, like that yeah. duo. But I I don't know why anybody has any reason to like not have faith in them like people are forgetting like just how bad this team was like it was a total rebuild in the sense of just organizationally everything had to get torn down like we're not just talking about players like everybody pretty much got fired because yeah, we, we we got new janitors so yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't where it was supposed to be and i think you know one of the things that Acme is, is doing is he's getting back to that point where in years past, like we, we did do something good for this team as far as developing players. Like when you go back and look at Dang, Heinrich, Gordon, uh, Noah, like, you know, those guys did develop. But at the past couple of years, like we just have not only have we just struck out on guys in the draft, but we haven't really been developing anybody. Like the last person who got developed was like Butler. So, you know, I I like what he's putting together. And I just want to say one thing though, the the thing three and D I hate that because in my opinion, it should be D and three. Like (laughs) you are not in court providing anything. If you are not stopping anybody, like that's first and foremost. True. True. Even if you yeah. go back to like the black, like the the greatest, like the great shooting guards, like you you take take um, Kobe Bryant, because I'm just thinking after Jordan. So Kobe Bryant, you think uh, D Wade, 
and I'll even throw Jimmy Butler in there, even before getting to Clay, like those guys played defense. And that yeah. defense turned into offense. And, you know, occasionally they would hit some three-pointers, but we need more guys on here that can play defense and make plays, like yeah. winning plays for the team, as opposed to, oh, hey, I can just shoot a three-pointer and occasionally go out and step out and guard somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think, like, people, like, really understand that. that yeah, con- yeah, I guess. I guess like, they don't pay I, attention I, I, to the D part. <laughs> I I could draw a perfect example that that was just three, and it and that sign it looked real bad. His name is Duncan Robinson. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> man, <laughs> oh! I've actually seen some people say that we should try to trade Kobe White for Duncan Robinson. I've seen that mess too, and I'm like, are you like it's like that? And that, and that's the thing that that's the problem that I have with Kobe is like. He can heat up. He's like Lou Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can heat up, but Lou Williams is actually consistent. But he can heat up, but it's like, yo, when he's not scoring, we playing four on five out there. And and that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, okay, so we, we're back to talking about Kobe again. And I, I will <laughs> say this, because uh, Kobe did disappoint. But, like, when you think about why you get disappointed in something is because – a lot of times you've seen something for like what it is and it built up your anticipation for what it could be. And then when things don't work out, that's usually when we get disappointed by stuff. Agreed. Like just thinking back to like with Kobe, he missed the off season. He came back in what, like, was it like December sometime? Yeah. But if you look at his numbers, like I'm just like, just reading off averages, like 16.8 points. 44% on threes, 88% on free throws, um, three to one assist turnover ratio. And also like his, his, um, sc- like his ability to finish within like three to five feet from the basket, it like shot up to like 62%. So yeah. I'm thinking like, yeah, he did get pushed around, but like, I also got to take into account if you can't pick up a basketball and dribble, you're not building any strength and yeah, long arms are great and everything. But if you just don't have like in general, you can't effectively be a good defender. Um, right. I look at like, there are great defenders out there who aren't very long. I'll, I'll like go back to like Jimmy, uh, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's not very long. Um, the point uh Chris Paul, one of the best defenders, yeah. like point guard defender, not, long at all it's yeah. about positioning and about having core body strength and yeah. uh, so like i look at like kobe's numbers and i'm like it i always think about like if you're like getting a divorce from somebody it's not about who you're divorcing it's about who you plan on bringing back into your into and forming a relationship with and i'm okay. i'm thinking about with like kobe's numbers okay say we get rid of him and everything who are you bringing back in that has the ability to put up those numbers that I just put out for you and taking into account that he didn't have that opportunity to really even work on his game. Like he should have, we we've been asking Kobe to do a whole bunch of different things that aren't necessarily in his strengths. So I'm thinking, and I'm not, not cause like Derek knows I have been on Kobe for a long time. I was even saying, 
with Boston, I was making jokes. I was like, oh, well, Boston finally found like a white point guard that could shoot, <laughs> you know, because they signed Derek White. <laughs> I was like, but, you know, just like taking into like account what those numbers are and what he can be on the floor, I'm like hesitant to just get rid of that potential talent because I'm always about who are you bringing in that could bring forth the kind of you know, numbers that he's capable of, of putting up. Yeah, I, I like I've said before, I think Kobe is going to get traded, just not for somebody like Duncan Robinson. Because, <laughs> because that that's like a lateral move, if not a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to get traded for another guard. I, I think they're going to try to include him. Like it could be, it could be like, uh, well, they log jammed the guard too. But like, it could be like some signing trade with with Mo, Mo Bamba, some signing trade with Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they're going to try to get the exact same type of production that you can get with Kobe because I think that's where, you know, like the backup guards looking like it's going to be Io and Caruso. You know, so like. And and Dalen Terry gonna be the backup wing, so like I think that it's gonna be somebody right there that's gonna be part of the four or the five that we can get something. Right, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm looking at like a different name, and I'm, I'm like trying to remember this guy's name uh, for the Magic because they do need help with the um with the Lagarde situation. Like they still like. Even with who they have on their team, they still need help. I was thinking of like someone like a, I think it was named Chuma Okiki. Okiki, Okiki, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking like they got him. Jonathan Isaac, and you have Wendell Carter. Throw in there, um, I forget how to pronounce that draft pick that they just put in there, and then you got um, what's that oh, guy? Franchero, Franchero, yeah. Franchero, yeah. And uh, Wagner, isn't isn't he on that team too? Oh yeah, Stacey King's favorite player in the NBA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is definitely his favorite player. Like, have y'all noticed that when when we play them? Yeah, yeah, he likes Wagner. He's he, a huge he, Wagner fan. He drools <laughs> when he he. I tell you what, guys, you know that 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 Mo Wagner. I'm telling you, I mean mm-hmm. that Mo Wagner, man. I'm telling you, man. I, I let you know this right now. But I'm like, yo, man. Especially that game we was losing to them, and they was talking junk. <laughs> and and like I'm I'm mad we losing to a, a sorry team, and and he praising Fr- Franz Wagner, and I'm like, man, be quiet. <laughs> I remember you actually um, tweeted him. Yeah, remember he, I tweeted he, him, and he, he responded. Him. He responded yeah. to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> after I told him I was just upset. Losing, losing. But yeah. <laughs> Stacy, it don't matter if he thinks you're a good player. If you're on the other team, he's still gonna give you props. And, and I love, I love, the, I love the non-bias about him. I, I, I do. I love that he's not just out there. You know, like I love that as a commentator. You know, like because I feel like they should actually ask him to do the um, the finals because Mark Jackson was basically <laughs> gobbling Golden State. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was like, that was about like, do you think that's one of those things where he's like, you know, I can't just hate on him, so I'm gonna use love to like 
to like uh kind of like transfer his hatred towards yeah. the team that got yeah. rid of him. I mean, like, I, I think don't understand his love affair with with Golden State. Well, I think at the end of the day, them as kids, like you know, maybe he he mad That's about true. the situation with with the ownership, and you know, like maybe he thinks Steve Kerr ain't doing nothing that he couldn't do. But at the end of the day, like Steph Clay and like you know, like Eagle Dollar, them as kids to him. So he, he happy he happy to see what they doing. But like I'm like, bro, you so biased with them, and you not even you mama. There goes that man for for Steph and all them. But you not you not saying nothing for Boston, bro. Nothing. When is like, ESPN ever gonna break that trio up? I mean, they've been calling games since when? 2007. It's been like 15 I, years. It was it was disgusting though, bro. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, like I would hate like, and I'm nowhere near a Boston. Fan. I would hate to be a Boston fan and had to watch the finals. Like on top of that, like you 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 sitting there watching that man, and it's like like he like Jalen Brown's go dunk. He like. Hmm. <laughs> 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 But let Jordan Poole do a layup, and yeah, he learned that from Steph. Oh, with all due respect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes don't you tune in just to hear how bad it's gonna be? I mean, I find myself doing that. Like, you know, what what stupidness are they gonna say next? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, like it do. Like, cause I I tell you, when I actually like them is when when it's a blowout game and they just talking about stuff that don't even got to do with basketball. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but. Like I don't want to t- hear them talk about basketball. Like I, like I really just put my headphones on and to turn my music on, and just watch the game that way because, like, it's crazy. Yeah, ESPN. Like man, especially when we play. Yo, man. Yeah. Oh, oh God, awful. they do us dirty. Do us so oh, dirty. Yo, I, 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 I muted out. I muted out then. Like, and I know, like, even though he's from my city, but man. Chris Webber was the worst. <laughs> I remember I remember he said, whichever team scores the most points will win tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's like I, that Magic Johnson tweet. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, I was like, you can't be serious right now. Bro. That sounds like a Magic Johnson tweet. <laughs> did you guys Dog, see that Yo, tweet? Magic said some crazy stuff too, man. Yo, Magic. He, he tweeted um, – the Boston Celtics they really need to win game six because they're in danger of losing the series. It's like, <laughs> <You're> really? <think. laughs> he was always great at stating the obvious as a commentator. Oh, God, bro. Yeah, but, like, people do that kind of stuff all the time, like, without even thinking. Like, um, when they say, like, oh, they got to outscore them tonight. Like, well, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's pretty much the point of playing yeah. in a game. I, I say, like you shouldn't have to think to not say that. <laughs> <laughs> that requires zero bearing power to not say that. Like, <laughs> bro, like the name of the game is scoring more points, of course, and, and trying to stop the player. But but like that was that was come on, man, come on, man. Like, like y'all, this is what they teach you in communication class in college. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Oh man! But nah. back, back to the Bulls, man. Like, what, what y'all think about the summer league team? Um, Io, Terry, uh, see what Marco's gonna do. Yeah. They then they just get some guy. Um, what is it, like? Do not serve. I think Estonian. 
Like I seen him. Yeah, he a wing player too. Yeah, I just seen that. I know nothing about him. <laughs> but um, but they got a dude from Marquette too, Justin Smith. Yeah. And I I think I think he gonna earn that two way contract. It might actually change over. Who knows? Like he he can play. And I was telling John earlier that um he that Bulls fans gonna trip because he he kind of a good scorer and he real aggressive. I got a feeling like he gonna do a couple good dunks or whatever, and and Bulls fans gonna go crazy and say, "Well, he's looking better than than the first rounder." Oh yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be they're gonna be drooling over him like they do uh, Daniel Gafford, right, Mr. Pogo's oh. big man. Oh god, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm looking at these. Uh, I, I can't, I can't keep my eyes off of these Terry highlights where he's like just finding guys cutting to the basket. Like, oh my well, god, man! I got to tell you, that's his biggest attribute is the fact that yeah. he, he is so good, um, in the open court on, on, and he's so unselfish. It's, you know, people. I, I saw something that said he's Magic Johnson with a jump shot, which is a little crazy to me. But when you look at him on the fast break, he is he's unselfish like Magic. He's got vision similar to Magic, obviously not quite as good. But that is definitely one of his strong attributes. And, um, and you know, you know, 3 and D is what was talked about. But I got to tell you, from what I saw in his highlight reel, he was more of a slasher than even a three-point shooter, in my opinion. The, his his three-point shooting mechanics is, like, I think could be worked on probably a little. But he's really yeah. good at slashing to the hoop, especially on the baseline. Yeah, Whoa. his basketball IQ and like some of these passes are just ridiculous. So like, ridiculous. He's a team guy. He's all about winning. He doesn't care about stats. And, and I tell it, you what, um, he's going to make it very difficult for Kobe White and some of these other guys to get minutes. I I, I think once he yeah. comes into his own. Yeah. Don't, he's don't cool with I'm, it too. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go, go. I've been talking too much. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say he he's quick with it too. Like as far as comebacks, when like people were like. How come you don't like take that many shot attempts? And he's like, because I passed the ball. Like, you know, <laughs> Yo, and, like, and that's what I'm saying. He says so much good stuff. It's like, bro, you know, like, you're not the. It's like, it's like when you, man, nah, it's like when you like meet a friend or like a girl or whatever. And it's like, you, you feel like they feeding you BS. <laughs> you, you could definitely, his, IQ, his basketball IQ is very high. It, it is, man. Like, those passes come out so quick and crisp. Yes. It's yes. it's like, oh my god, like like I don't think we'll ever have that oh you just missed that cutter. You uh moment like no. like we have with certain players. I I don't want to say no names, but you know certain players out there like <coughs> Zach or, or something else, like where yeah. where he missed a cutter. I don't think you had that problem with him. It's like as soon as a person gonna cut, like like how Zoe just sees somebody, like I, I, and he can you you get a sense that he knows where guys are supposed to be and yep. what they're supposed to be doing within the play. Right. Speaking of Zach, uh, latest rumors are that uh, he's already attempting to re-sign the Max with the Bulls. Not surprised. <clears throat> I, I don't know about you, but I never expect him to leave. <laughs> No. Yeah, I, I'm. No. That's like a duh moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, that's like, man. Like, the money talks, man. Like, yeah, they was and and I think 
all these other teams knowing too, because the, the teams that are supposed to be in the play for Zach, you see they actually starting to make little transactions themselves. So it's like, I think they know they can't get them. Like, you know, like, because remember Portland was in and all of a sudden Portland made that trade for Jeremy Grant. So they kind of knocked them out of it. Um, you know, uh, let me see. Uh, San Antonio was trying to use Delonte, uh, what's his name, DeJounte Murray as a weapon because, you know, they, him and Zach supposed to be close. Yeah. Then, then, then you find out DeJounte Murray, been, they were actually talking about trades with him. So it was like he out of it. And they drafted Malachi Branham, who play another – they log jammed their shooting guard. Zach ain't going to go there. No, so, yeah, like, just expect – it ain't going to be fast as Lonzo Ball, so we won't get killed for tampering this year. But <laughs> expect that day <laughs> that you will see – was it June 30th they said? They said it's um, free is it agency. June, is it June 30th or July 1st? I think it's – I think they said this year is actually June 30th. I couldn't no, you be wrong. Know what? You're right. Because July 1st is a Saturday, isn't it? No, it's okay. a Friday. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. I'm getting but, but don't up. don't don't get me lying, but I think they said it was the 30th this year, which okay. is weird to me. But whatever day it is, expect that day. Just hopefully midday and not a minute after. <laughs> That's like, right. Not a minute after like Lon- like Lonzo Ball. Like, man, like come on, man. Like I, I think they learned from that. I think they'll try to get. Uh, Look, it, it's not our fault. It was Rich Paul's back. fault anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think. They, I think they'll um, try to complete another transaction before announcing Zach this time. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that'd be cool because that's actually smart because you get a player and then you know feed into the luxury tax and then you sign them. Yeah. I think like you know it was it was funny though hearing like these rumors like oh Zach is gonna go to L A or like just different like no, ridiculous things like that I'm like ridiculous. you yeah. know like first it's about money which the Bulls can give the most of and then it's about who gives you the best chance of winning with that combination and you know it's it's funny because like you hear these rumors surrounding the Bulls and it's almost like they want to treat us like. You know, we are like some kind of developmental, like, uh, um, you know, franchise that that doesn't have a whole bunch of money that they can use at their disposal. Like this, it's a huge market in Chicago. I think people are just yeah. forgetting that. Like we're the third biggest market. Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, and and we got a we got a new regime that's not afraid to spend money. Like, it's not. We're not going to penny pinch. We're not going to say because what what does he do? Like five years, two twelve, I think. That is that's, that's the max. That is the max. It doesn't yeah. mean he's yeah. going to sign that though, right? He could sign for a little less just to give the Bulls a little more cap space. He could. We're not going to penny pinch and say we're not going to penny pinch like like um, Garpax. That's all I'm saying. No, like, we're not going. We are not. Yeah, so like it's no reason, like you know, and everything like that. Like we're 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 going to try to immediately get this deal done. I'm pretty sure of it. Like, cause you don't want nobody to explore. Period. You don't even want that. Like, try try to see what it's going to take. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is not the um, Garpak regime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have already been traded by now. Lori Markin <laughs> would have been our franchise savior. <laughs> no, it'd have been Adam Oko. There you go. <laughs> Adam <Akoka. laughs> Remember, he was the Lucas stopper. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to him? Where he belonged? 
<laughs> Felicio fucking um oh excuse me, Felicio roommate. <laughs> oh man. You know, that was probably the most depressing part of the playoffs for me. Was watching Spencer, Felicio. No, Spencer Den, Spencer Denwitty beasting on Phoenix oh, in that closeout game. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Didn't we get rid of him to to pave way for some other guy that I can't even remember? Michael his name. Carter Williams. There you Michael go. Carter Williams. No, there you man. go. Michael Carter Williams. I can and never make, remember these guys. And to make and to make matters and to make matters in their own hands, it was like when he re-signed with uh, Brooklyn, he gave him a discount that was only like eleven million a month. And it was like I mean a year, and you're just oh. like, oh my god, bro. Yeah. And, and Garpex did great. They did a great job with always tricking us with their decisions. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we used to drink. We used to drink. They, like, I'm going to be real. I know I was. I can't speak for everybody else. I used to drink their Kool-Aid, man, with the stuff they say. Like, well, You mean, like, uh, we, we like the team that we have? <laughs> no, not that. But just, like, when they talk about this player – you're like, oh, he he's got this, he's got that, he's got this, and I and I listen to it, and I'd be, oh, cool, 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 or or like even when when we first hired Dum Dum Buck Boylan, oh, God. <laughs> the worst coach ever. No, and he was no, he, he was like, he, we're gonna be we're gonna be tough, we're gonna we're gonna I'm, we're gonna be proud to you know make it make it a big thing to wear that bulls across our chest and all that. And I'm like, yo, let's go, let's go. <laughs> And now I'm just before, before that though, like you know, I I I lost it with them when they brought in Hoiberg. You know, when you go from Tibbs to Hoiberg, and then like you pick Hoiberg over Jimmy, like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like they they forced Tibbs out because they wanted Hoiberg there in the first place because that was like Gar's wife's yep. best friends yeah. with his it, it, wife. Yeah, so. That's... Almost like uh, Phil Jackson for Tim Floyd. Isn't oh, it kind of like uh, history repeating itself? No. I, Can I, I say something? Phil Phil's is worse. Absolutely, it's definitely worse, but it's a similar thing. Yeah. Did this was my thing with Hoiberg was? Um, I'm not saying he was a good coach or anything like that. I really feel like they didn't give provide the roster to what he was trying to preach because. The NBA was just turning into that floor spacing, um, shooting thing. And remember he was saying he wanted to do uh, space and pace, space and pace? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they went and got Rondo and D-Wade. <laughs> <laughs> After they say we're going to get more younger and more athletic. And, yeah, and more athletic. And more athletic. <laughs> so, so, so my thing is this. Like, you don't give a sniper a handgun and say go get him. <laughs> you know? So I, I really felt like I'm not like I said again, I'm not saying Hoyberg would have been a good coach or anything like that. All I'm saying is he never got what he was what he needed to, to you know, saying that he that he wanted. So So you swap out Fred Hoyberg, you know, Steve Kerr on the Warriors. They still champions or what? No. No. Nah. No. Oh no, like yo, Luke Walton went like seventy three and nine with him, so I don't know. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Like, you know, he, like he did coach more than half the year, right? He yeah, out for a long time. Yeah, 
Okay, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like, see, now that that is where I got to stop you because, like, I think like a lot of people, and it's true that Steph really helped, like, with the culture of this team for the Warriors. But what Kerr brought in with that coaching staff and the, the, the set plays that they were doing. They were not taking advantage of the type of shooters that they had on the court. Like there's a lot of different play sets from like San Antonio um, to uh, Utah to Chicago. There there are so many different elements of that offense that make it so very explosive. Just the motion offense where everybody is touching the ball. And gets I, I, I agree. It's just me joking around. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but like. That but that takes me back to like um, the coach that we have now with Donovan because you know I was on the outside with Donovan because I was like I don't know what kind of coach he is as far as like what this team needs but I think with having the players that they have and just going back to like the culture and the roster building that they're doing you're gonna see this team be able to do a lot more things that they just they did not have the players for like I'm looking I'm looking back I um basketball reference and I'm like man we had a guy Walt Lemon I don't know if anybody remembers oh, Walt oh, Lemon. Oh, oh, we were oh, Walt oh, Lemon Walt Lemon I got to tell you Derek and I both have a, a story about Walt Lemon right right Derek yeah. please, we, we, were me, please, please. we were at that game we were at that game yeah we were at the game where he uh demolished the wizards <laughs> Oh, and, word. and that was actually a game where I wanted us to lose because I was hoping for draft positioning. <laughs> no, and, and then it was the Walt Lemon game, and we <laughs> the Walt Lemon was that was that um was that when we had like that 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 win streak towards the end of the year? <sighs> um, I don't remember a win streak at all. But the one thing that I do remember, aside from Walt Lemon having like twenty eight points and making the game winning shot, was Felicio. Uh, talking to Jim Boylan as the Wizards were passing the ball in, it was towards the end of the game, and he runs down the court and fouls the guy as they're as they're um, passing the ball in. He looked so retarded the way he was running <laughs> from the other side. Oh, like Jim Boylan was like, "Hurry up, go, go, go!" And I'm sure you remember that, Derek. It was so yeah. crazy. It was so bizarre. Just the way that guy ran. I mean, yeah, I said he walked like a girl, man. Like he walked like a. Oh man, yeah. He looked like a, an erect penis running around. Honestly, like he, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it, it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Keep it PG up in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. Like I, all I, and I see it now. Like I see it. That's the crazy part. I see it. Like that, the back of his head all flat. Like oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, why I used to call Felicio. You know, oh, like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, Yo, man, man. I'm out. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bring oh. it back together, Derek. We're going oh, off man. the rails. <laughs> Yo, Bring it back together. Hey, nobody hated that dude more than me. So. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I, it was, Yo, remember Justin Holiday, the tank command? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the tank commander. I'll never forget that huh? look that he gave Wendell Carter Jr. Wendell Carter Jr. as he was drafted. Like, you better not mess up this tank. 
Oh man, remember when they like Black Panther at the at the draft? Like, oh god, bro. Wasn't there another Wendell that was drafted this year? Yeah, Wendell Moore out of Duke. Yep. Any good? That, that, that scared me already. Uh, <laughs> I don't really trust Duke players. Like, I'm nah. just, I'm, I'm like, I feel iffy about them in general. Yeah, I, I, I understand because they, they so systematic. So I get it. But who? What other? What other players? Like it was like, oh my god, not him. Like uh, campaign. Oh, yeah, campaign. The, the real tank commander. The real oh tank god, commander. Yeah. Like who is worse, campaign or Valentine? Oh, Valentine. Just because I after he made that buzzer beater and the and it was him, right? He made that buzzer beater in, in the uh, summer league. Summer league tournament, yeah. yeah, yo, yo, he was like the summer league, like champ, like God yeah. or whatever. Very, <laughs> you know, it, it was him. He he hit a game winner, and then so did James Johnson years before that, right? I vaguely remember. Yeah, yo, we used to turn, we used to turn up at summer league, like sure that was did. our ring. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> summer league champs. Yeah, <laughs> we used to go to summer league, and it was like, yo, man, we had we had banners in Vegas. <laughs> I'm never forget. Mark- Marcus Teague, man, I was man. He looked like a superstar. He looked like Derrick Rose out in summer league. Oh god, man! That was, that was somebody. Oh god, I was so oh, high Marcus on him. Teague. I was so high on him. I was uh, so high on him. Marcus Teague. No, I, I kid I'm you like, not. All right, sh- show's over. <laughs> I, I kid you not. Marcus Teague was in the Bulls fan group when I first started it back in 2012. Oh, he? he was. He was in the group. And every now and then, after he'd have a you know a game where he scored three points, hey man, you see that? You know, that's when I knew he was trash. <laughs> All right, this guy's over here. Yeah, he just said he had three points. And he, hey, man, you see that? You, you see that shot? <laughs> oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No way. <laughs> oh, I thought she was, like, saying, like, somebody in the group said, hey, you no, see that? Marcus he was, like, he was, oh, like, no my. way. He was, like, jumping through, like, the game thread and comment, like, on his shot that he made. Hey, you see it? You see that lamp I made or whatever. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, he... Yo, I hope I hope that was a troll using his name in the profile and, or something. And you know what, oh. man? It could have been a troll. It, it who knows, but I swear I thought it, I, I, I could have sworn it was him. <laughs> oh my god. I seriously hope that was not him. <laughs> Me too. Hey, you you see the one shot I made this game? <laughs> Yo. He said, hey man, you see that? <laughs> I'll never forget, there was a guy, he's actually back in the group now, because years later, I'm like, okay, whatever, but he talked garbage to Nazi Muhammad. Nazi Muhammad was in the group, and he was like, oh, you suck, he tagged him and everything, Nazi Muhammad left the group. Oh, that. wow. But yeah, he was, that That was the real Nazi Muhammad, because he was, um, yeah. he's into philanthropical things, he's into charity and all that, and he was... Basically yeah. trying to promote that. And he was in the group, and every now and then he would comment. But, yeah, this guy, KT Fields, he's like, oh, man, you suck. Oh, man. I know who that is. You I know, know KT Fields. He's always trying to stir the pot. Yeah. Always trying to stir. So I banned him. And then, like, three years later after, yeah, it's like, oh, whatever. Nazi's been gone for a long time. So what? He can come back. So as long as he doesn't talk crap to Stacey King or 
you know, Bill Wennington or whatever. Stacy can hold his own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you talk crap to Stacy. Stacy going for her back at him. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we have had some terrible, terrible guys that we've relied on in the past. Yeah, man. Doug McDermott. Now, I mean, Doug McDermott turned himself into like a basketball player, but he was terrible. I would take it back, though. Well, yeah, now. Yeah. But when yeah, he was now. on the Bulls initially, just, ugh. Yeah. The, league, the, league, the league is more better for how he – his play style now. Like, he, he could play power forward and just sit in the, in the corner and only had to guard other corner three shooters. So, like, you know, it's, it's, it's better for him. Like, wasn't there a time when, like, Jordan retired and we, we were, like, relying on Pete Myers? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Shooting guard. Like, hey, never, never forget, though, when Doug McDermott dunked on that Morris twin and Jimmy Butler made that, that funny face. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the face that to this day is still a big meme. Yeah, it's a big gif. And it's a gif it's and everything. Gif. You know? Is he, like, wearing, like, a purple, purple yep. outfit or something? Yeah, yep, exactly. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, that is my favorite Jimmy Butler gif. That's definitely the greatest. Yeah. I didn't know that that's where, where that came from. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That is where it came Jimmy from. Jimmy is a funny dude, man. He is. Like, you know, love Zach Levine, but to this day, I'm still like, why? Why did we not give Jimmy that contract? But, you know, hey, at least we got Zach Levine. And that, that, that was me drinking. That was me drinking Garpacks formula Kool Aid again. No, I, man, I, like, love, I love Jimmy, man, because I love where he came from. What it took to get him yeah, where he's at yeah. now? He, you know, the fact that he was kicked out and he was homeless when he was twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's the ulti- it's the blindside NBA story. You know, um, met him in person. Most humble NBA player I've ever talked to, face to face. With me, it was I, like. Yeah, he's still my he's still my most favorite player in the NBA today. Good. It was it was I was more like happy like go somewhere else because we ain't we not it for you like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And I was like I was like okay this and we was like mid tier <laughs> where it was like we couldn't rebuild because we, we were screwing that up getting way to Rondo. So yeah. I was like all right trade them and let's go young and start over. That's what that's so that's what what I was feeling. Yeah, but having Zach is a nice consolation prize. It is, but it would have been better if the other two players was was who they were supposed to be. Chris Dunn and yeah. <laughs> and, and Laurie. I gotta tell you, I was I was so wrong about Chris Dunn. I was more excited about Chris Dunn than Laurie and, oh, and more so than about Zach Levine. I yeah I, I I even gave him his his moniker the dun the dun language yeah you know, like dun language deep. I remember dun man you remember that dun language, dun language yep. man the mob, mob deep, deep dun language the mob deep dun language I was so into and then you know it's after that dunk against Golden State where he fell yep. on his face he, and he broke he his, fell on his face, face. Yeah, he yeah. Fell, he broke his you know he broke his jaw I guess he was yeah, never was, the was same after that. Kind of- it was like was it. it was like his skills. It was like his skills just fell out and like like just scattered. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is a typo, but I just typed in Chris Dunn, like just checking on his like stats, and like it says like in twenty twenty one. Like granted, he only played four games, but he had a negative p uh, per. Like, is that possible? <laughs> Like that's got to be a typo, right? I, I, I'm not. Good. I'm not good with the advanced analytics stuff. So, 
I, I, I've I don't never seen a right negative person. though. Like <laughs> <laughs> all, all I know is possible. like no matter where he go, he's still good for at least one steal a game. <laughs> he, <laughs> he don't make true. sure get that steal. Like, <laughs> but man, like. Like you just wish, like, like, cause most teams get over. Like, if we got, I, I think, I think Jim Boylan messed up, Laurie. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Well. definitely. And, and yeah. another, and another thing, I think went bad with Laurie. I think he bulked up too much, and it kind of took away from it. Took his athleticism and quickness. I mean, Jim Boylan said, you know, all I want you to do is shoot threes. You're going to be a pick and pop, not a pick and roll or a post up. You yeah. know, he he had some pretty good. Dirk like, not quite Dirk like, but he had some good post up. No, you're right. I get what you say. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry. I think I Lori just got soft. Like yeah, it was that true, he man. got it over was, here, he got the money, got yeah. married, had a kid. Became vegan. And then that was it. Became that, vegan. That, man. Yeah. Cause I, I kept saying somebody <laughs> the state. As like, soon as he became man. vegan, that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Good luck, Cleveland, running him in a small forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They, they trying to have a 2K team. They'll be getting Ben Simmons to play shooting guard. So, <laughs> 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 like, oh, question. I mean, we have to bring this up because it probably won't happen. But Kevin Durant is leaving Brooklyn, likely. Yeah. Any yeah, chance he can come it, to the Bulls? It, it, I got, it's not happening. It's, it's not happening. happening. We gotta, we gotta talk about it at least. I mean, it's like, what do we give up? Right. Uh, I've seen somebody too much. say too much. What? What did my my boy say? He said, "Vooch, Kobe, P. Will." Um, this obviously before the draft yesterday it would have been the 18th pick, the Portland pick, and another future first round pick. That's too much. That's too much. Like, I, I, I mean, like Durant is an awesome player, and you know when he steps on the court, more than likely he is the best person on that court. But in the playoffs, he looked pretty gassed and average. Like, you know, I I don't know what to say about. All I can do is just go off of what I was seeing. Like Boston made him look pretty ordinary. Yeah. As he, he passed his prime. I don't know. I think I think that I, I don't think he passed. Well, it got something to do with it now. I think you know, like people still have not came back all the way from Achilles' injury, man. Like, and he's still a great scorer. He's still a great shooter, you know. But he lost a little bit of quickness, yeah, to where he can get, so where he could free up that shot. And I think maybe because remember Udoka was um was Brooklyn assistant coach last year oh he was he I, was on the staff yeah, yeah i think i think he's seen a weakness in in kd that when he was there i didn't know he i thought he was with philly i didn't know he was in brooklyn yeah like la- last year and stuff um oh okay i do yeah, know that so. the bulls offered him a job he thought he had a job at the bulls and then yeah he thought he's about to come yeah. here yeah yeah following day he saw on espn bulls have hired billy donovan oh okay Really? Yeah, yeah, he, I, I, yeah I he, thought it, he thought it was a done deal. He thought it was a done deal that he, he sure was about did. to be our coach. He sure did. Yeah, I think he would have been our coach if Billy didn't, um, you know, leave 
OKC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our Arturis harassed Billy and made him coach. Like, it was, <laughs> like, like, cause remember Billy? Billy said he was like, um, cause remember that's what that was, they was fresh out the bubble. So Billy was like, okay, give me a week. You know, I'm I'm with the family. I, I'd have been in a bubble for all this time. Like, give me a week, and I come out there, and and you know we have a meeting and everything. And Arturis was like, hey, I'll, I'll fly to you, and he <laughs> quit down there. And he told him, you know, basically, like, this is going to be, like, a partnership. It won't even just be a coaching. We'll put our heads together and see the type of players that you like, and we'll, and we'll be in agreement. You know, like he, needed, he needed somebody proven because, like, you know, coming out the disaster with Boylan yeah. and trying yeah. to retain Zach and trying yep. to actually get some players in there who, like, actually want to come to Chicago. Like, you yep. needed somebody proven. Yeah. And 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 that's and that's what it's all working out to because I think like let's be real like most of these moves was made for Zach every everything yeah. like like yeah. getting getting Vooch was to get Zach to stay and then you know like Zach recruited Zoe well even though they they was like in Zoe anyway but um, you know like you know with that and then it was okay we got Demar okay we we doing everything for you bro like you see what we doing we we not just saying. Hey, you are a player. You get the ball and do what you want. Like we we trying to build a team for you to stay, so you to love us and everything, and take your money too. There's no yeah, reason to go with like when when you like people like look back at that trade and they're like, oh, we gave up way too much uh, when we got rid of Wendell. I'm yeah. like, you know, um, this team is not as successful, like not by a long shot, if Wendell is still on this team. Oh, and yeah. there. oh no, no. Oh, come on, it's yeah, not we, even close. Yeah, we like we, Zoe and Demar probably wouldn't even be here right now. No, no, right? Like, no, we, they would not. So we'd, be having, we'd be having Stacey, we'd be having Stacey King, favorite player, and <laughs> and Kobe, and <laughs> and be still scraping out wins. Like we we might have been a lotto again. Maybe we'd have had yeah. Banchero <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Yeah, Window will give you that eleven and ten. Yeah, he would give you probably sixty games for the year. Yeah, <laughs> that would be it. I mean, if we got the Window that played, you know, the Window that plays against the Bulls, you know, maybe that's oh, yeah. not as good as Vooch. Yeah. That's yeah, the only yeah, time he really not sustainable. Up. No, that's, that's not, not sustainable. sustainable. But it's like I nope. see Wendell Carter playing against us. It's like, well, he looks like he looks better than Vooch. And then other games, it's like he's not even ten percent of Vooch. Yeah, baby. then you hear him every time he dunk. Hey. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that Mike, that Mike Jacoli dude. Oh God, uh, him, him loving Daniel Gafford all the way to death. Call him the top ten center if he if he started. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So, man. so reports come out that um, Zoe's rehab is going good now. It is, but Mark Eversley also did say, didn't he have provide some type of caution there as well? Some quote that he said um, that kind of made me. Somebody kind of asked if he would be ready for a training camp, in, and Mark just said, "I hope so." I hope so. Yeah. That's what it was. I hope so. I'm like, yeah, oh. I mean, you don't. Yeah, you you don't want to give a definite when it's not no. definite. Like he he got a bone bruise, and those are tough. Like Kendrick Nunn basically sat out the whole year because of that bone bruise. Yeah, he, he missed like. So I think somewhat was it some of the playoffs and then the whole year this year? Yeah, like bone bruises, yeah. they they can take a while. Like, and believe it or not, the best thing for Zoe right now is 
being with LeVar because LeVar, as much of a big mouth and all the other stuff he is, he's one hell of a physical trainer. So hopefully, like I said, he said he's going to have him, you know, working out of the water. He said a lot of the workouts he was doing was like not good for the for the knee because they had him running on concrete and all that stuff. So like he said, he's going to have him doing like some water workouts and all that stuff. So maybe that's going to help and, and just time period and, and the bruise goes away. Yeah, yeah hopefully, because like when when we when he first got here, I still had my reservations about Zoe because of the injury history. But he's just such a big part of what yeah. this team can be. Like it would yeah. it would just be it would suck just not having him on the team. It it is, yeah. and it's it, you gotta make you gotta kind of wonder. You know, was Dale and Terry kind of a draft pick for insurance, just in case Lonzo doesn't make it? They were kind of similar players. Um, he's obviously not as good as Lonzo, but right. they're similar. Um, yeah, you could say that. Maybe, I mean, like, maybe. Um, it's just like, you, you just hope. You, you just hope so much that, like you said, like that Zoe's going to be good and he's going to be ready to start day one. And because, well, like, he's – like. He's so stat sheet don't show what it, what he does. He's your favorite bull, right? He's your favorite player on the team, right? Marcus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bi- biasly so. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so, like, so. I would say this. This is the end of Kobe Kobe White. Uh, Kobe White is not what the Bulls want. I, I know you had said earlier, Justin, that um, who's going to provide the points, all this. But he's lacking in that department that the Bulls so – heavily pursue and that's the long arms length defense he's not that he's the opposite of that yeah uh, he and remember like it's only two people it's only two people that that's um not Arturis people right now and that's Zach who I think is just an exception and it's Kobe and you you just wonder would Kobe even still be on the team if Zoe and Caruso didn't get injured because you know he was on the block then, but yeah. but we actually needed a guard when when those two got injured, and then Io went crazy. So like, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the writing did seem to be on the wall, just you know with the fact that they drafted Io in the first place. Yeah. Um, but you know, with the whole entire thing with with Zoe, you know, when you have a guy like Terry, I, I've always believed that if through your weaknesses, then you just reaffirm your strengths. And yeah. with having Caruso, uh, Ball, and Io, if one of those guys goes down, having somebody who you can kind of plug in there yeah. to like kind of bridge that gap yeah. healthy again, that, that could be very key for them. Yeah. So go back on the um, bench, like uh, it's Terry, like an insurance policy for Lonzo, I don't necessarily think that. I think that this is just how AK and Mark are trying to build the team, where they're just trying to get players that can play multiple positions, that can defend, that can handle the ball, to give us more ball handlers. I think that's just the type of team that they're trying to build. I don't think that it's a concern on Zoe because it's it's much crazy stuff that LeVar – sprouts out of his mouth I 100% believe anything that he says about his kids health and I think 
you know, he'll get Zoe right and he'll be ready for a training camp. But we don't want to agree with what he says about other players that are his kids, though, right? Like, no. Oh, no. Like, Zach Levine is going to the Lakers. Or some yeah, the, the, that's what I said. When it, it, when it comes to his kids, yes. Anything else, nah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, man, he ain't never lost a one-on-one game before in his life. Like, I'm just saying. Hey. <laughs> he could beat Michael Jordan. <laughs> Did anybody see that funny video that went viral of those kids that were – they were trying to look for uh, Lamelo. Hey, Lamelo, man, we we finally see Lamelo. Oh, it's Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Like, well, put that down. Put that down. Put that phone down. <laughs> Can so I get a funny. picture? No, no. <laughs> put that phone down. That was great. Hey man, Mike oh, that cracked me up. That cracked me. Mike Double. Yeah, Mike Double Glam. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I I just thought like if they weren't so hot about it. And then just like calmly walked up, like, "Hey, Mike, can, can I get a picture?" That it might have been that different, but it's Michael Jordan. <laughs> like you're, you're just drawing attention to Michael yeah. Jordan being right there. Well, hey, hey, you're right. Hey, hey, you're, yeah. Hey, you're right. But picture, picture being a ten year old, <laughs> and you spot Michael Jordan. Are you gonna be <laughs> humbly walking over there, or are you just gonna scream at the top of your lungs? <laughs> Ten years ago, I probably would have been screaming. Now, probably not. Bro, I'm 40 years old. If I see Jordan, I'm hollering. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> oh boy. But uh, so who who is it that everybody would like to see in a Bulls uniform, like? Mo Bamba. Yeah, I'm with you on Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, Mitchell Robinson is the backup. One of those two, I'll be okay. Let me ask ask you, do you think Mo Bamba wants to be Vooch backup again? That's what I'm scared about. I think if he gets paid and, you know, he's able to just showcase what he can do on a limited basis, I think he's fine because I think Mo Bamba is one of those guys who's like, he doesn't I don't. I don't think there's a big ego there. I just. I honestly don't. I, I think. I think Mo Bamba should have been a bull, but but Orlando was stupid enough to draft him because all they care about is long arm people. Like <laughs> we was one draft pick away, and they called Mo Bamba name, and they already had Vooch, and I was like, "Are you serious?" That's okay. Like, we got Mo Bamba. We got we got Vucevic now. I'd rather have Vucevic over Mo Bamba, right? So. That's okay. Yeah, oh, oh, I mean, definitely, definitely. But it was like at the time, you know, I was I was high on him when they were talking about, you know, like he had a great like agility cone and all that drill and, and, and stuff. I'm like, yo, bring him here, great rim protector, you know, stuff like that. I was ready. I'm thinking like I'm thinking like you know he covered he would cover everything that Lori couldn't do defensively. Yes. So I, I did one. I was uh, definitely uh, wanting Bamba over Wendell Carter Jr. for sure. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like those those some of the players, and then like I said, like we could find we could find a good four and five, and then everybody had to eat crow and love Dale and Terry. Yeah, I'm pulling for Dale and Terry more than anybody this coming year, yeah. just because I want all these Bulls fans that are talking crap to just yeah, I want to know because you know he he loved number four, and you know that's a uh, it's love number, Slums. so it's like 
Yeah, so it's like I wonder what number he got because I, I would love to get his jersey already because he's well, just so. Yep, Wikipedia is showing number twenty-one. Okay. Yep. That's my. That was my high school number. Yep. So yo. Matt, so yo. yo. There you go. Well, Matt Thomas is probably not coming back, so he can take that. 20, yeah, he, right? he, he. Matt Thomas should never got Jamie Butler's number. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I. I I really do want his number. I really, I, he's somebody whose jersey I want. Like, well, hey, you could go on Fanatics and get it right now. They've, they've, already, they're already selling it. Go on I, Fanatics. I, 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 I wait before. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it, it ain't official yet. I wait. <laughs> well, see what it is right now. They've got his number is zero zero, and they've got his name as draft pick. But yeah, by the time you get it, it will be the number that he will be wearing. Yeah. Right, that's the way they do it. Or it might come to my house and zero zero draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I can't even lie. I want that. I want that personalized jersey number twenty two that Derek got last night. That's what I. That's what I'm trying to get. Right. Yeah, Good. man. And shout out, <laughs> shout out to the Bulls. Shout out to hey. Camille. Camille, of course. Uh, you know, they hosted a draft party for, you know, Discord mods, Twitter mods, uh. A few select social media people like Rizzy was there from Shy Bulls for Life Facebook group. Um, no, they, they let us watch the draft in the Bulls locker room. They gave us customized jerseys with our last name on the back, 22. Uh, they gave us a draft hat with our name embroidered on the side. That was amazing. That was oh, amazing. That's dope. It was, that was it was dope. No, they had the Bulls photographers there, um, Joe and Nico. They had Benny's main photographer, Mark. Um, Benny was out of out of town, unfortunately, so there was oh, no popcorn man. spilled. But you did know, they you, had did you food, like a special had... invite for that? Yeah, yeah. They only invited like twenty people. I seen um, Kenny Beecham was there. Yeah, Be- Beecham was there. Um, you know, a lot of um, other mods that know Alba, uh, Ross. It was a a, a Taurus Corner Show was fan club. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I, I follow him until uh, he made this weird video, and I kind of stopped watching his videos. But oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he he was doing something, man. He kept saying bark, bark, and then he started calling his friends and was like barking. I was like, okay, I'm done with you, bro. Well, okay, you know, even your boy Hassan from Die Hard Chicago Bulls. You know, Paige, that bogus Paige was there. <laughs> I mean, he was there. Uh, Daniel Greenberg was there. Oh, oh he was. Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's uh, I, I think she posted a video. I don't know if she was really there, but this girl named Melissa, she looked Asian. Oh, yeah. She's Melissa, there. She was the, Melissa there. was there. That's oh, she was buddy. definitely there. Mm-hmm. Her and D. You yeah, said, uh huh. <laughs> she was definitely there. I noticed that one. Melissa? <laughs> oh. oh, Melissa was the first one I noticed. Oh, oh there's Derek. <laughs> She be asking Melissa. me, she be like, "Hey, you ever coming to a game and all that stuff?" I'm like, "I don't even live there, but yo, you keep inviting me, I'll be there." Like, yo, <laughs> like Detroit is uh, we we say we off the same freeway right off 94. I will shoot there. Wait, who is this, Melissa? <laughs> Melissa is uh the Twitter Bulls community moderator, and she was there. So I did oh. not know that. I wow, I did yeah. not know that. Okay, Her, who's the Facebook um, moderator? Who's the Facebook? Person. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say it's Camille. 
Is it really? Uh, it, it might be. And who's uh, the who's the guy that, that does all the artwork? All that awesome Bulls artwork. Um, hometown design. He was there. He was there. Okay. And you think they be telling um, Ramina to stay away? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Uh, Ramina would have been there if she would have like called out of work. We tried to get her to call out of work. <laughs> oh, okay. Very familiar. Who is that? She, oh, she, that's Zach she, Levine, she, biggest that's, fan. Yeah, that's Zach. Oh, yes, bro, and and that's an understatement, bro. If she ever sees Zach Levine, she will get him pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, is it, it is a wrap. Like, yo. The he stuff she will get there, bruh. Like just yesterday, they was like, Would you have Zach baby or whatever? She was like, I have 16 of them if you wanted me to. <laughs> yeah, wow. her, her tweets are wild about that. Yo, man, yeah. like is she is she like a uh, part of like the like the bull staff or anything? Or like I don't believe no, she is, a lot of her stuff has gone super viral. Yeah, like yeah. she was the one that Uh-oh. did you ever did you ever see this tweet that said um it had Drake when he was at, at the University of Kentucky well basketball team and it was like when I say we this this is what I be talking about when it comes to my team. Yeah like that was actually her tweet. That was her yeah. tweet. Yeah, it got it got retweeted like a million times. By ESPN. Uh, by <laughs> ESPN, yep, that's right. Uh, like they even did tweet like bro, like she um one time like they showed a, somebody showed a picture of like Zach or something, and and she responded, and she had like this fruit that was like, it was it was some type of plant that was like in the shape of it, you know, and when you squeeze it, juices come out of it, <laughs> and and it's like yo man, like she nuts, she nuts, like they'll show a picture of Zach, and then she'll she did, and then after they show a picture of Zach, she'll she'll put a uh, washer. They got they got the, like suds coming out the washer like, like like that's her saying that's how wet she got or whatever like it's crazy man that girl is nuts yeah. that girl is like it's not like, like she might have issues yeah. <laughs> nah nah <laughs> when it comes Rina to is, uh, she do. nah she's she's great she's great um, yeah. like before the Bulls started official Twitter uh, community Melissa actually started one for the Bulls and. I'm a mod in that with her and Ramina. So <laughs> Ramina's great. We, we talk about that people. all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's good people. Shout out to Ramina. I know you're going to listen. Yo, to and, she, and she will get on any, yo, she know how to irritate any other fan base. Like she be having, <laughs> she be having Raptors, the Raptors fans, fans hate her. <laughs> and Nick fans. Like, yeah. and, it, and it's sad too because like she don't never get disrespectful for nobody. But they go nuts on her. They be calling her all kind of names and stuff. You be like, yo, man, like all she doing is having fun talking about a team. She trolling the Raptors, though? Why is she trolling the Raptors? Because Raptor fans are irritating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah, must not be on Twitter. Are you on Twitter? I'm in my own world on Twitter. I have my own space that I'm <laughs> yo, let me tell you about with. let me tell you about Dinosaur Nation. <laughs> Dinosaur Nation? <laughs> yes. That's what that's what we call them, man. <laughs> they think ever since Kawhi won, they think everybody should bow down to them. All we hear about is how great they develop in anybody. They could take, they could take any piece of coal and turn them into a diamond. 
and, and everything. No, like, no, that's not like the official name, right? Because that that's no, just no. corny. No, I, that's oh. what we. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> like dinosaur <laughs> days. All right. That's what that's what we call them. We call them dinosaurs, Barney, and all that other stuff. Like man, like I didn't think they was that bad until like I just joined Twitter this year, and I was like, yo, rapper fans really are nuts. Like, and everything is like, yo, man. Like I remember one time, like they was like, like um, before we matched up against them, like because remember we played them like game five or whatever. The they one, was yeah, telling, that's where Demar Derozan was really. That was like his first great game as a bull. Yeah. So you know they was telling they was telling me like it's not the Bulls or whatever. Or whatever. He was like he was like we we're the gatekeepers of the playoffs. You got to go through us to be a good team. Everything. So so this is gonna be y'all real test. I was so happy when we smoked them. <laughs> and, and everything. I remember we was up like twenty, but then they had a little comeback, and they and it and, it, and the score looked better. Yeah, and, and, all, and all they kept saying was y'all barely won and, and all that stuff. Y'all y'all blew a lead and everything. And it was like you still lost, man. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want, like. So it, it's it's been on like they've been hating us ever since. Yeah. And like they, they, and they and they say like our Demar ain't better than their version of Demar. That's their thing too. Like yeah, our Demar is definitely better than their version. Yeah, minus the playoffs. Aside from game two, right? But you know that's always been Demar knock anyway. Is he not the playoff performer? And I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? I ain't been in the playoffs in four years. He getting us there, and I'm happy. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm tired of these lottery picks that keep turning out to be number seven. <laughs> bro, tired of them, like like oh, oh, every, every every year we sit there and watch the lottery, and then you see number eight, whatever team, then number seven. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> like, Dan, hopefully, Dalen Terry turns out to be better than all those number sevens, right? No man, and and it, and it just and it just makes me mad because like. We we made the playoffs and, and you know we missed for all these years and all we keep getting is number seven and here here Houston Rockets go they was just in the playoffs a couple years ago they lose James Harden and Russell Dumbrook and and they get the number two pick and the number three pick back to back and it's like really y'all gonna y'all gonna help them out that quick <laughs> like this this is this is our curse for having Michael Jordan It's our fault. <laughs> The good old goat curse. Yeah, like, like, and all of everybody always say, "Well, you got rose when you shouldn't have supposed to have got them." One point seven percent. Yeah, you never should have got them in the first place. I always said I, I don't have any tattoos, but I always said if Derrick Rose got us a championship, I would have gotten the Bulls logo on my arm with one point seven percent right next to it. But that never happened. Yeah. Oh man. I- it's at this point too, man. Like, yo, I my my thing about Derrick, I almost want people to like bring Derrick Rose back just because because I'm tired of hearing how he need to be back in the uniform. <laughs> exactly. I'm tired of it. Like, bro, like, like, let's just satisfy everybody and bring him back because obviously we'll get a chance. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> to bring this show to a close um, with we will see our new draft pick Dalen Terry along with Ayo and Marco Simonovic in action for the Summer League. Our first game is July 8th against the Dallas Mavericks. 
So definitely looking forward to summer league this year. See what these guys will do. Invite to my place, man. All right. Marcus, hey, I, I, Austin, you come as well. Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, I'm you, there. You got to fund I, the bill for that one. Maybe we get the Bulls I, to do it. I'll, I'll come through. <laughs> so I'll be there. Uh, yeah, you, you're just a, you're be, just a river away, man. Potomac <laughs> River away. Just across the Detroit bridge. ain't that far, man. I'll be there. <laughs> there you go, man. Anytime. Right. Any Bulls um, fan is welcome anytime in my place. Well, you know, I'm a Harlem Globetrotter, so. Oh, yeah. I'm a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> right, <laughs> up, man. All right. Oh, so you guys want to give any final thoughts? Marcus, start with you. Um, I think I didn't talk too much and probably talked y'all head off. Y'all probably sick of me. Uh, <laughs> um. I'm just like I said, I'm waiting for this. I'm I'm excited about the draft pick. Optimistic about next season, and see what we do in free agency. And and let's just, let's just hope for health. Let's just hope for health, and and we have a good year. And maybe we can come out. Maybe we come out on top. John, hashtag in Acme, I trust. That's the bottom line. I I trust in those guys. They know what they're doing. They're going to put together a roster that uh, is going to be better than what we had. And excited for free agency. Justin? Hey, you know what I always say? Like, we we got this far without our starting power forward and without our starting point guard. And we still made some noise. So, you know, health is going to be a big thing. And we got this uh, very excitable draft pick, and um, I think he's going to bring like some real, really good energy. So I'm excited for what what's going to come next. Uh, I mean, what we haven't even talked about P. Will really coming back. So you know, I'm excited. I'm I'm just I'm excited. Right when we, we started this podcast, the uh, motto was prepare for the worst, hope for the best. For the best, yep. <laughs> now I think the motto is simply. See red, yeah, see red yeah. to the deathbed. That's what it is. Till the Yo, deathbed, that was, baby. That was crazy. But Marcus, Marcus, man, you you uh, definitely did not talk too much. You brought some very good energy, so we appreciate that. Definitely. You too, John. I appreciate, appreciate it, man. I feel like I was like stepping on some toes, man. Like so. Oh no. <laughs> No, we're always welcoming people in on this podcast. I'll, when we get a chance to do it, you. Derek. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like I was going to leave. Like y'all was going to be like, all right, y'all. And I was going to leave and be like, yo, John, don't bring that dude no more. <laughs> well, I, I would text Derek because I got to tell you, man, I, I celebrate Bulls championships on the anniversary, the day of. I celebrate it like it's happening again. And I'm like, Derek, we're having all of these anniversaries and no podcast come on man let's have a reflection on you know 25 years ago 24 years ago when jordan hit that shot man. hey yo man blue game you know, come we, on man you let's know, do it you know, we, should do, we should do another one dale and terry first game there you go yeah that, works. that sounds good 
And we should do we should do a dedicated first game and and on um, July eighth, right? Summer league. Yeah, July eighth. Yeah. We could and it, and it'll be perfect because it'll be like a week after free agency. We'll probably right. have some new some new teammates oh, we to talk will. about. We will. And and we can talk about that for like I said, because this was like a quick it's an hour forty one, but this was like a quick hour forty one, like <laughs> like so, so like so, yeah, man. I looked up at the time. I was you've been on here for this long, like wow. <laughs> yo, yeah, y'all longer than that because like we we were talking <laughs> for like what ten minutes? Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, because yeah, I spilled the beans. Like it was <laughs> well, and then and then Marcus and I talked for about ten minutes. You know, before that, just him and I. So at least yeah, it's been just been going on. But man, this is like a movie. We did we just made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and it was good too. Like it ain't even like, yeah, I was talking to some Bulls fans, and yeah, like yo, this was a good, this is a real good chop up. Um, if anybody, um, like I said, if y'all ever watched Chicago Chicago Bulls Central with uh Hayes, like um, I'm wanting to be a guest guest host on there a lot, audio wise. Uh, I just be going by Ricky Fontaine. So like um, like he got a real good podcast. He do good videos and all of that. So, well, Ricky Fontaine is a Harlem Glo- Globetrotters fan, right? That's the Globetrotters fan. That's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just I had to make another one because I always get suspended <coughs> on Facebook for saying anything. So, <laughs> right. Facebook's so sensitive, man. Like, <clears throat> like somebody was like, "Yo, name your favorite Fifty Cent song," and I was like, "I whip your hair, boy," and it was like thirty days violence <laughs> but name of the song right, 30 minutes. Oh, I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get two days Yo, that, that laugh is nasty <laughs> Marcus are, are, are you on Twitter yeah um, it's um, M-A-H-C-U-S um underscore I think uh D A H L I N G like Marcus Darling that um from Boomerang how Eartha Kitt used to say his name so that's that's me John your Twitter name is John C Red and of course if you're on Facebook he runs the Bulls fam group and yeah. Justin you want to give them your name uh, Jay Butler at He Said What Sports. Marcus, you going back to the 90s with your, twi- your Twitter <laughs> handle, man. That boomerang? Yo. He's going back to like 91. Because, yo, because yo, cause it's like any Twitter name you think of is already thought of. And I was like, everybody always teased my name. I used to do that off of boomerang. They used to always, like, girls used to always be Marcus, darling. I don't have any panties on. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna turn the bad into some good, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, boomerang. Everybody was walking around like uh, Wendell Carter on draft night in boomerang. <laughs> Taking it back, man. <laughs> no, coming to America with your little lion or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that coming too. to America. Yeah. Hey, he come in dressed like Black Panther. We should have knew he was a joke then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with, with Justin Holiday in the background giving him the stink eye. Yeah. You better not mess up this tank. <laughs> <laughs> the tank came out. The tank came out. No, why is the Bulls? 
Hey, why is a player even at the draft? How bored are you? <laughs> I think he was there for his brother. It was another holiday that got drafted. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Is he an NBA? Yeah. Bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we got we got to, like, we, we got to stop with calling people bums. We, we trying to get people on the show. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I mentioned in a good way. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, not just in holiday <laughs> or, or the other guy. So. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing around. I just messing around. Hey, we love you, Drew. We love you. You're good. <laughs> just, just stop, stop locking us up. <laughs> That's an Io Jusumo clone right there, right? And that's who I compared him to. That's what I compared him. I remember that very astutely, actually. You did yeah. compare him to that. Uh, I hope I hope he get just as good. All right, man. And once again, you can follow me at Young Jordan on Twitter. Uh, also on the Bulls Discord. Uh, we encourage all Bulls fans to join the Discord. Uh, you get a lot of special opportunities like contests where you can win tickets to the Bulls game, um, sign jerseys, other stuff like that. So make sure you join the Bulls Discord. And again, I want to give a shout out to the Bulls, Camille, Alba, Ramina, Melissa, D, uh, Ross, everybody from the event last night. Great community. We got a great fan base. Gotcha. Big shout-outs to them. And also, happy belated birthday to Mr. Jordan here on the phone. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. My, my fellow cancer. Happy birthday. Cancer season. Lord, man. So, yeah, um, I guess until the very first summer league game, we'll sign up for Go Bulls. Yeah. He read yeah. to the deathbed. Go Bulls. See red. Tennis game over. The horn blow.